Verity for breakfast. Mr. Barry Urquhart from Marketing Focus, Marketing and Business Strategies. And this morning we are talking about money-back guarantee offers. What's the general response really from consumers to the offers of money-back guarantees? It's been an interesting situation, Verity, because today guarantees are implicit and they're implied and they're expected. Therefore, to many consumers, when they're told there's a money-back guarantee, they think, Gee, that's quaint, and it takes me back to the 1980s. Once upon a time, it was a marketing competitive advantage. Macy's in the United States of America had an advertising campaign that said, satisfaction guaranteed, period. Now, implicit and explicitly, they were saying no matter how long it is that you bought that suit, that refrigerator, or that floor equipment, you can bring it back, no questions asked, we will replace it, and people bought and was satisfied and never abused the privilege. How do you think consumer expectations and demands of today differ from those back in the 60s? It's a lot higher demand and and expectation now, isn't it, or is it much the same? We are a lot more expectant. Our standards are higher. We are now informed, discerning, demanding. We now have a lot of information through uh, the social media and online and more particularly we are more inclined to be litigious so if you don't deliver the promise we can go on social media share the experience or take it to the courts and take some sort of recourse for our consumer rights of which we are very very aware so today the scales of balance and justice are weighing heavily in the favor of the consumers and businesses are very sensitive to it therefore what they need to do is to say we have to trust and respect the consumers, give the guarantee implicitly, but deliver it explicitly. Consumers relate promotional offers to any other circumstances? Very much so. I think it would be very difficult for an Asian-based airline today to say, we will give you money-back guarantee if you're not satisfied, when unfortunately, to lots of circumstances, that one particular airline has lost aeroplanes and people in great numbers, that the peace of mind implicit offer in those sort of situations would never overcome the fear. You know, it's interesting you're talking about fear. An example there, just recently we've had those five deaths that have been accounted for in relation to the the rock melons. You can repackage rock melons. You can say that they're cantaloupes. You can say that we're not in Griffiths. We're West Australian. We aren't being afflicted by it. The reality is here in Western Australia, where a lot of rock melons are exported overseas and into the Middle East, their sales have been affected, some would say unjustifiably, by as much as 90%. No matter what guarantee you would extend to the public, whether they are local, interstate or overseas would resonate with the consumers in some circumstances guarantees simply have got no currency Well thanks so much for your time this morning Barry from Marketing Focus Money Back Guarantee Chats learning a lot this morning and we'll rope you on board for next week Looking forward to it Verity Very exciting. The first productions for 2018 from the Meriden Repertory Club on this coming Thursday, Friday and Saturday night. Michelle Gethin, a.k.a. Meg, a.k.a. Director Extraordinaire, on the line with me this morning. Are you able to tell us a little bit about these two fantastic performance pieces that are coming our way this weekend? Sure thing, Verity. It's being pitched as sort of a battle of the sexes, men and women behaving badly. That's the overall theme. (laughs) We uh, start with a 15-minute Viking farce, Ah. which uh, just stars uh, five of our blokes from the club 
who are Vikings that are trying to get into the afterlife and things don't go as planned. Ah, so, okay. Without giving so too only, much away. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah, that's only a little 15-minute one. So, And that's called um, At the Gates of, am I pronouncing Valhalla. it? Valhalla. There we go. Valhalla, yeah. And, uh, and then we're followed by the ladies after a very short break in a play called White Lies, which is a one-act comedy about a university reunion between four ladies. And one of the ladies uh, is a not very nice character, I oh, would say. Okay, yep, and, stirs the pot. Um, <laughs> and she gets her comeuppance at the end. Ah, might have the audience cheering. <laughs> a sense of catharsis. <laughs> if you like, yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds, well, as soon as you said reunion, that's always going to spark a little bit of drama in itself. So I'm sure that, the, I'm sure we'll get a, a lot of people turn out for these performances. And um, thanks so much for giving us a little bit of uh, detail on what they're about. No worries. And it's three shows only, limited seats, because we're in the Tivoli room, not the main theatre. So um, I urge you to book online. It's very difficult to do door sales when we have such limited seating. Oh, okay. So they can get onto that at www.commonstheatre.com.au. Verity for breakfast. Around the towns for the Shire of Tootay, place of plenty. I've got Meredith here to give us some details. We've got the big music festival on this weekend. Oh, yeah, I know. We're all looking forward to the music fest this weekend. It's Uh, it's going to be something for everybody down there with lots of music, buskers, bands, all over the town. That'll be wonderful. That's on the Saturday, isn't it? That's on the 24th, yes, and it starts at about 10 o'clock and uh, runs until 9 o'clock at night. And uh, it's going to be a really good, exciting, free family community event. And the Lions Jumbo Auction will be here before we know it. That's the first week of April? Yes, it is. That's always, that's always a great thing for the community to come along and, and have a look. And it's a back again for another year. It's held at the 2J Oval at the showgrounds. And we usually have lots of people down there to have a look. And, and it's also a fundraising event as well. So come along and pop your hand in your pocket and buy something that's a bit quirky. Wonderful. And the newsletter's out at the moment and you did make a mention to me we do have a restricted burning period on at the moment? Yes, the restricted burning period commenced on the 9th of March. So you're you're allowed to burn but you do have to have a valid permit and you can get the permit by going onto the Shire's website under the Fire Awareness tab and there's an automated email there that you can go, you can fill out but you will need some extra detail there and that detail is uh, mentioned on the website that you'll need so so that it doesn't hold your permit approval up. Wonderful and there's also a youth forum? Yes the youth forum the 2J youth forum that's going to be in youth week WA and that commences in April that's going to be at the youth hall so Wednesday the 18th of April at the youth hall which is again down at the 2J showground. There are two different sessions one for 12 to 17 years and another one from 18 to 25 years and there's a parent free zone so (laughs) come along and have a look at that. Verity we've also still got our strategic community plan survey out and about. People haven't already completed that and sent it in they can get that from the the website under have your say and fill it in send it in and that will go to forming the the really important strategic community plan for the next few years for 2j 
Well, wonderful. I hope a couple of people get on board and, and put some ideas forward for that, Meredith. We need to spruce that. Friday, 15th of June will be the extraordinary election. We've got two vacancies on our council at the moment due to two recent resignations. And so that election has now been set for Friday, the 15th of June. Right. Already locked in. Mm. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll mention it again when, with our chat for next month. Thanks so much, Meredith, for a couple minutes of your time. Thanks, Verity. Verity for breakfast. breakfast. Triple M. Triple M. And the big food giant that is Heinz, a lot of us are big fans, they've misled consumers by claiming a sugary fruit and vegetable snack for toddlers as healthy. The federal court has officially ruled Heinz misled consumers by claiming its little kids shreds snacks were beneficial to the health of one to three-year-olds when the products could not live up to that claim by reason of their high sugar content and sticky texture. The court heard that the products were marketed as fun and convenient snacks for toddlers on the go, containing 99% fruit and veg. They had a similar texture and taste to the confectionery jubes that you can get. I'm a big fan of those. The Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, or the ACCC, launched legal action against Heinz Oz actually a couple of years ago now, June 2016, over three shreds products and the consumer watchdog claimed the packaging of these products conveyed a range of false and misleading claims, including that these products are actually beneficial to toddlers' health. If you're into buying vegetable snacks, little shreds, yeah, perhaps maybe uh, not as healthy as proclaim. I've, I've put it out on our Facebook pages. Feel free to get in touch with me, guys, on 13 27 10. Do you find it hard when you go for a grocery shop to navigate through the aisles and find stuff that doesn't mislead you? I mean, it's all a bit difficult unless you decide to really give all your time and commit to reading the fine print. And that's even if you know exactly what's good for you with all the calorie counting and whatnot as well. How much sugars you're supposed to have in a day. I know it's meant to be simplified, but I don't know. I find it all a bit complicated. It's interesting.